the Comedy Store Podcast, guys. I'm Rick Ingram. I'm Eleanor Kerrigan. We got Mr. Michael Costa with us today. Hey, guys. Thanks. God, that is a good podcast voice. It is my podcast voice. <laughs> or, or it's my normal voice with the uh, mold of the basement mixed in, right? That well, could be. There is a fresh smell in here. Is it, is it new paint? Is that what I'm smelling? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we it smell good. down here. Lots, <laughs> of, lots of people commented. Uh, Brody was having breathing issues <laughs> due he? to the paint smell. It's, he had his shirt over his nose. Yeah, it was great. Really? Yeah. Not been, as, a, as a joke, yeah, as like he's having breathing issues? Legitimately concerned. I, I, it's been about two months. Now and there's still a lingering there, scent. Those, I think it's just it's moist down here. Those so the, people. The yes, scent so he, he truly felt like there was breathing issues. Yeah, he several times pointed out that he might not be able to stick around. Oh due my to it. Gosh. I don't know. Yeah. You know Brody. And I, then he, he I know stayed. him a little bit. I know him a little You're bit. Neurotic? I know I'm not. I'm not neurotic at all. I mean, I was gonna. I don't think I am. <laughs> Did I sound neurotic there? Am I? Am I, am that's I more, neurotic? I would say neurotic. I'm not erotic at all. I don't buy that. Like, peop- if somebody came down here for an hour and said they had real breathing issues, I would. I don't. I don't think that's real. I don't. Yeah, I don't even. T- I think the mold that w- exists in this basement is something that hasn't seen anywhere else yeah. in in generations, for sure. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, what's what was the rock that made Superman powerful? Not not kryptonite. It's the other the one that like powered him. That's what this mold is. It I powers right. all of our creative brains to write original and funny material. This is the mold that killed the dinosaurs. That's how I look at it. Um, oh, they killed the dinosaurs. Yeah, it's it's a special type of place down here. I, it's it's great. Every time we tell someone we're going down here to do the podcast, they're like, wait, down. Da- what? Down in there, I know. Especially girls, they're like, "Wait, what? What's yeah. in the basement?" No, like, Shh. Yeah. Uh, no black people will do it. <laughs> That's not true. Well, yeah. Well, yes, Leslie. Yeah. She totally was like, "Oh hell no, <laughs> really? we're not going down there." I she's funny. a Ghostbuster. Yeah. So it's like, you think she could just, you know? I asked Gerard last night, and he was like, "Where is it?" I'm like, "Down there." I told Gerard. Yeah, yeah he, he was like, "Um, yeah, maybe we'll do like, uh, like you know, we'll record somewhere else." I'm just like, "Really?" He's like, "I just, I don't want to go down in the basement." I'm Are like, black people afraid of ghosts? Yeah. Ghosts, yes, mm-hmm. and cops, yes, and okay. basements, and basements, basement. possibly Are they? basements. I don't maybe know. Maybe it is basements, but do it's black... definitely haunted here. So they, there is a fear of ghosts. Of ghosts, there. but I don't feel it anymore. Wasn't? Didn't there used to? Didn't they used to do abortions down here? Oh, that was upstairs in the belly room. That was upstairs in the yeah. belly room. How you appropriate. You bring that up. Yeah, you, bring, you take that up. You, <laughs> you don't... take that upstairs. You don't bring that That's down. why we let the ladies perform up there right. the, yeah. back in the <laughs> day. <laughs> like, you guys have dominated this room for a long time. I think they were just talking about our acts, but it's... <laughs> so you never Killer. can tell. Yeah. Uh, so wait, that's they, they did ab- serios, abortions? That's what they said. I don't know. That was the know. alleged story? But that's... Have you ever... Seen because I'll be an at that an abortion. Oh. You ever seen an abortion? I have in the belly room. In the belly a room, lot. <laughs> yes, there are a lot Several of times on stage in the, in the belly room. Most of them are at some of those bringer shows that we're very thankful for because they fund this great place. Kind of. Have you ever stood at that outside bar? I'm sure you have. And they, the haunted house tour comes up. Oh yeah, and they park the yeah, van. I've, seen that. Yeah. I've always wanted to hear their little spiel about the comedy store because I'm sure you know you can just make up anything. Oh, you know yeah, because I mean? they've never been in the building. And it's like German tourists, yeah. you know. It's like people that Rick's about to make fun of in his act, yeah. and it's like what you can tell them. Anything. Bring them in. Bring yeah. them in. I, yeah. There was an unsolved mysteries episode about it back in the Robert Stack days, where they oh, talk yeah. about the comedy store being haunted. And no we shit. Had people yeah. come in. We had mediums. I remember that a yeah. million different times. You did. Mm-hmm. 
and do what? Just to check to see if it was sense really the haunted. energy. Mitzi was Mitzi was a firm believer in the haunting. Yeah. So yeah, she spoke. She wanted Gus. verification. Mm-hmm. She called one of them Gus. I don't know why. Gus. Yeah, I don't know who told her his well, name. Well, if if I may share something, and maybe it wasn't private, and now I'm gonna make it public. But recently, you opened that main door, mm-hmm. and I was a bit startled because it by. No, you closed the door and it opened another door. Oh, yeah. Yes. And that scared me. Was it okay to sh- share that? That's no, that's fine. That that's was fine. Yeah. That I mean, was maybe poetic. that was Gus. If we have <laughs> yeah. if we have any black comedians listening, now they're definitely <laughs> now not gonna come down yeah, here. Thanks. But great. If there's no, one thing I know about black comedians, they love comedy podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean they download Ian Edwards said he'd do it. He'd do so, it? Uh, Even yeah, down here? Yeah. All right. He Who did it? Ian Edwards. He said Donnell Rowling said no. No, he did. Oh, he already guy. did it? Oh, he, he did, did the, the door, door guy, guy one. one? There you go. See, There's a door guy podcast? Yeah. What else is there? Is there a waitress podcast? Is so, there a- so We're going to start we one. Should, start yeah, there we should, should be. See, why not? Someone see asked. Uh, <laughs> That's me. I'm, I've graduated, but I'm still doing it. Someone said, wait, Bill Burr did the door guy podcast, but yeah. he won't do the comedy store podcast. And I go, we never it, asked it, him, there's really. This, there's yeah. this five minutes long. People are pretty willing to do a five-minute <laughs> oh, five interview. They just interview a bunch of comics, right? Yeah, because they, they asked me last night. They're like, hey, will you do the Door Guy podcast? And I felt guilty because I know how tough it is to get yeah. people to the podcast. So I was sure. like, fine, I'll do it. I came down here, and they interviewed me. They asked me like two questions, and they're like, all right, thanks. I'm like, that's it. That's it. Just get five out there. <laughs> that is people helpful. People on a smoke break, listen yeah. to a podcast. But I'm guessing they compile them up. Yeah. So yeah, they weren't very interested. They wanted to know what would you tell your three year into comedy self. Okay, so is like, it like a here's how you get better at comedy type thing? Maybe that's maybe. it. They're looking for the yeah. expertise. I don't want other people to start comedy anymore. There's enough people yeah, doing comedy. Right. Yeah. Stop advising people on how to improve their comedy. Yeah, if I, anything, we should all get together, every comedian, and go, from now on, this all is what advice we don't, is, we don't is, encourage. is bad advice. We tell them, just do what Rick Ingram's done for 14 years. <laughs> <laughs> you will get nowhere. There will be no competition in terms of getting jobs. That's what they asked That's me. Not- I was like, I, uh, what, what would you tell young comics? I'm like, just to do... The opposite, the opposite of everything I did. <laughs> like, oh, but you're funny. I'm like, and no one cares. Funny has that's nothing to do with success <laughs> if that's really what you're looking for. I would, I would recommend not working on your act at all and just working <laughs> on kissing people's asses and yes, politicking yourself as much as possible. I hate that that, that probably is a lot true, but I yeah. hope it's not all all true, 100% true. Where did you start comedy? I Alan? started I started comedy, and my first set ever was in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, wow. Yeah, and okay. the Midwest is a great place to start. There's a lot of stage time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of audiences that are kind and, and rewarding yeah. and not assholes. They are a lot nicer. They're just nicer, and you don't, industry is never going to show don't up. Exist. Yeah. So right, like right. so you can so you develop, got a long time to develop in a safe environment over and over and over again. This sounds and like advice. Shit. <laughs> you you completely it. ruined Man, your own it's plan. It's probably because as humans we are optimists. So I'm trying to You know to what I think he's it. doing though? He secretly was trying to make <laughs> doing comedy in the Midwest sound good. Sounds That's fun. true too. So yeah, like we go just sent them all they'll all be in St. Louis. That was Ron White. He's like, "Yeah, start in St. Louis." Is that what he said? St. Louis. So that's the comedy hotbed. What he was saying was like to get into those clubs that have clubs all over that can book sure. you, then book you. Yeah, like sure. He, the Funny Bone headquarters or something is right, there, I think you were saying. Um, Funny Bone and the owner really liked him. So like even when he was young developing, he got road work. Like that was, you don't don't, get that I just don't want to go on the road ever. Right. Yeah. I just don't want to travel. I, I grew up in middle America yep. and with 
enough really don't enough hard travel? work. That's I, I just don't ever want to have to go there again. I, I don't just, even want to go see my family. I just I want them to come here. I just fucking remembered that three weeks ago when I was in Kansas City. Oh yeah, these two fucking people came up to me and were like. Uh, Rick, some relation. That yeah, was my they, aunt. Is your aunt? <laughs> my aunt. Someone was my like, aunt Jody. Yeah, it was like my Thank nephew's you. Rick, and I was like Rick, and they were like Rick Ingram, and they're like, do you know him? And I was like, yeah, I fucking know Rick, you know. Yeah. And, and but they don't, they didn't like get. And I was like, we could perform together all the time. He was on my podcast, blah blah blah. And uh, but it was just like I forgot that you're from. Yeah, that is the dead center of the United States. Really, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's. I like to think of it as being at least 500 miles from nowhere. From nowhere. <laughs> In all directions. <laughs> You'll love this. The, the guy that picked me up at the airport was was former military, and he was discharged honorably. And he told me, as only a, a true Kansas City resident could, and as someone that went to college in Champaign, Illinois, uh, I get it. He he said that after New York, L.A., and Chicago, Kansas City was the next main the terrorist pulp. threat. Oh, is that right? And I was oh, like, shit. are you fucking out of your mind? I was like, you are by far in the safest. Yeah. You are in the dead center of the country and you're with people that would love it if a terror, terrorist attacked. They, they yeah, got fucking it, guns and they're yeah. ready to Wait go. to fight. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I remember I was still in Kansas City on 9-11 and you yeah. turned on the news and the whole world was in chaos and no one knew what was going on and <laughs> nothing changed all day. Yeah, everything Everywhere was fine. Everywhere in Kansas City. It's just like, well, I mean, it's basically another country. New York, I mean, <laughs> oh, it's what are we losing? You know, some shit. some creepy, weird gay Italians or something. Oh, they, the, it is amazing that New York is in our country. Yeah, what? when you go to New York oh, and you're yeah. like, and you've seen the rest of this country, you're like, I can't believe this is in our country. It totally yeah. should not be in our country. I was at school in Champaign, Illinois, and when 9-11 happened and everyone was like, we're next because we've got the supercomputer. And I'm like, everyone fucking th wants super to make it about them. Yeah. You were not next, Champagne. There's <laughs> no supercomputer yeah. in Champagne, is there? I don't what, know. I don't know what, 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 that the, is. Uh, what is that? That's what, my stripper name. Super <laughs> coming next to the stage. Supercomputer. Get excited, nerds. <laughs> champagne supercomputer. C++. I hope plus. you're ready to hack her mainframe. Here she comes. <laughs> Uh, yes. Yeah. In Kansas, it was all the big thing was always they used to have it was called the Sunflower Ammunition Plant, and it was just mm. like it was the largest bullet manufacturing plant. They made nice. bullets for the army. Wow. And so there was always the talk, and I think it closed in like '95, but mm -hmm. still everyone was always like, you know, the Russians would nuke here. Yeah. So that was just like really? that thing. Yeah. Well, you know, and if you if you ever saw the movie, uh, uh, what's the movie where the they take over Colorado, the Soviets. Red Dawn. Oh, Red Dawn. Oh, yeah, right, right, classic. Right. In Red Dawn. Into my head, I'm like, one of the yeah. one of the first places that they claimed the Russians nuked was Kansas City, and so in Kansas City, people were always used that as evidence for the bullets. For the, for the bullets, it's not that hard to make bullets. Is it? <laughs> Listen, no, we made my, a lot of bullets. And, and did, uh, yeah, you're right. We made a lot did, of bullets. In '95, did the U.S. military start using less bullets? Uh, you know, Were I, we firing less? I assume we just started making our bullets in China, <laughs> yeah. like, like a good country. They outsourced it. Yeah, yeah it's great. Philly Close is Philly down. a big? Ter you're you're Philly. We're fi I'm Philly. Yeah. Uh, yes, everyone. Where are has you bullets. on the nuke list? Uh, <laughs> Where are you on the terrorist? Everyone list? has bullets. I don't think anybody wants to nuke us because they're you know why bother? I don't know. Just I your don't sports think fans. About it. Yeah, our sports <laughs> fans. They hate us. But I I just uh, I don't know if we have right now the democratic democratic. That's right. Yeah. Why did they pick Philly? 
Uh, because I think she's trying to get the black vote. Sure. I don't know. Is I it just... a black city? Is Philly a black? <laughs> it is. 98%. I didn't easily. know that. Me neither. I mean, then we got Rocky, the Italians. Rocky was black. That's right. I forgot <laughs> about that. A lot of people <laughs> yes, don't, don't realize. Know that Rocky Italians, was black. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Italians. It's called the Moors. You understand? Yeah. I don't I understand. I get mad <laughs> when I say that. I don't understand. We'll see what happens. <laughs> it's actually not clear, but okay. we'll accept the it. The Moors I took see... over Italy? I didn't. Oh, I didn't know Northern Africans. Yeah. All right. Oh, got it. Okay. They made it Italy and... That's why they say they're so dark. I've never been to Philly. It's my favorite place in the world. You really love it? Absolutely love it. Wow, that's so and you've bizarre. you've lived here many, many years yeah. more than you've ever lived in Philly. No. No. A, a little under. Really? Yeah. Almost okay. even. Almost even. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, my family, my mom's still in the same row home we grew up in. Everybody either moved up the street or around the corner. Nobody left. I, you know, I had a it, niece it, come out. And your already, father's still alive, right? Yes, my my father is okay. still alive. Do you know what her father does? Uh, he's a typewriter man. Isn't that typewriter unbelievable? Repairman? Yeah, it's, <laughs> he is holding you, on. I yeah. mean, this hold motherfucker on. is like Mike. it's coming back. That's I why he hates that his daughter's stripper name <laughs> is Supercomputer. Super <laughs> why couldn't you pick typewriter? Lord, <laughs> yeah. you keep spiting me. You couldn't pick ribbon. ribbon? Just once. <laughs> I, I was going to try to think of a typewriter name. I don't even know. I come with a typewriter a name. Royal and Underwood. Uh, oh, I'm there, sorry. There we go. Well, is he grew up? IBM Selectric Three, huh? Get wild. Let's go. Corona coming to the stage, down here. <laughs> Hipsters like computers. That's or, excuse me. I mean uh, typewriters. typewriters. That's like in Brooklyn, they're like expensive again. Oh yeah, typewriters. and now they have them. I learned on Joe Rogan's podcast that they have uh, typewriters. You can put it has a USB, and you put the little iPad, and you can type on the old school computer, and it types on your iPad. And the 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 the, yeah. the thing actually shoots and up and hits the iPad. Yep. And it puts, and they, yeah. I mean, it's the old ones with the keys. I, mean, what I said douche. like the keys actually run up yeah. and hit the iPad and touch the iPad. <laughs> you just right. put the and iPad in there. The, 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 and they just break the screen. It's like a That's shattering. No, That's very but smart. Yeah, isn't that silly? That they, I was going to get yeah, I mean, one for my dad. This is, this is part of the reason why we just need to eliminate the hipsters. Yeah. I agree. My yeah. dad, I called him uh, the other day and he said, I said, what are you doing? He goes, fixing a typewriter. And I go, are you? Talking with me right now. I mean, that's, you're still real? doing that, Dad? Being serious. Hey, girl, the neighbor. I clean muskets. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> really? Does. That's your. Yeah, uh, that's what I do. Muskets. I was trained He's... to do it. I ain't going to stop. He's got it all. Have you been to a shoe repairman anytime recently? Yes. I always wondered about the yeah. one. Yeah, a great one on Beverly. Well, because I find I took one recently as well, and I and it was so funny to me. I. It's got to look dingy. It if just dingy, still feels like it's 1865. Yes. I mean, he's You're got going like to the cobbler. It's a cobbler. Going to yeah. a fucking yeah. cobbler. Like it's, that has not changed. And, and in, they're like, amazing. They're great at and, what they do. In New York, everyone has a shoe guy because your shoes wear yeah. out, and it's You'll like see, I, that I, has not changed. I, I don't think I own any nice shoes. I just own well, I sneakers, my... and then oh. I just get rid of them and buy a new pair. Because yeah. I always wondered, people. Obviously, you guys take your shoes to a shoe repairman. I, I made fun of it one day, and someone was like. Yeah, I mean, if you need a you know your nice pair of shoes replaced, you can then, save them. You can like, keep them for years. I mean, they, you, you, they it, polish it's crazy. Them up, they do the heel and they kill it. I, I, don't, I own one pair of dress shoes. I think that's really the issue. So, yeah, and when do you wear dress shoes? Funerals. As a comedian, funerals. funerals. I wear them at funerals. Right. Do you walk a lot at the funeral? I, I try to. <laughs> Walking funerals are very good for dress shoes. So women, women, t- women take their heels heels there a lot, right? Oh yeah. Are you a heel girl? A wedge. I'm a, more of a wedgy. Wedge. Okay. That came out. Can you wrong. tell me the difference? I, I know this. I'd like to the, be wedged the and wedge. then healed. This is a wedge. Okay, she's lifting her legs up onto the table, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Wedge, oh, like, that's a wedge. A flat, like, okay. And, and the heel is just that one. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I'm not that girly. So I always look like Butch in the heel. Like, I feel like I walk like, I don't know. Some You're women just don't walk well in heels. 
Period. Oh, I've seen it. And You've seen gross. it. Yeah. yeah. One of my I'm, favorite things ever is watching the drunk chicks so walk down funny. the ramp next door in their heels, <laughs> just very slowly. You can tell that four woman, drinks in. A just... bold-legged woman and some killer yeah. heels is always funny. You can always, always tell funny. a woman that got dressed up for an occasion, an event, and it's like 90 minutes in and her like, there's blister and you, you kind of feel for them. Cause you're like, it's nice that you tried. Right. But I now I don't like it. If they take the shoe off at the end of the night and walk around barefoot, you got to own it all night. Yeah, huh? I'll, I'll, that bothers I'll you. Bitch down. Yeah. yeah. I'll beat like bitch that. down. Good. Yeah. That's disgusting. I'm just happy that someone has standards. Okay. You know what I mean? Good. Cause I, well, it doesn't Philadelphia, even, we have standards. That's I don't why even, we're not on the terrorist list. They, yeah. Care. It makes sense. They, they respect like it. They're like, no, no, no. They like beating women. We like how much, you Philly, hate everything. Philly stays. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have a lot of guns too, though. Like, I would think Philly would. I mean, would have a shitload of guns. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of. Isn't wasn't that our first capital? Yes, yeah. it was Boston. Yes. Our, no, Philly was, it was Philly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had the Philadelphia convention Hall, there, yeah. and yeah, I think Ben Franklin uh, used to hang out there or something. <laughs> he partied yes, there. He's from there. He partied yes. there. <laughs> He, he did was sleeping of, with Betsy Ross while uh, she was knitting. God, that's all American. <laughs> he was playing with a kite and she's knitting. She she made him uh, Stars and Stripes drawers. He she, was the first to, <laughs> to rock the Philly seems like it has a flag a boxer. It has a chip because it's New York. Making fun of our New broken York. bell. Well, oh. yeah, it was, that was, I was <laughs> doing was, a long-winded bell chip. metaphor. <laughs> Because it's not New York and it's not Boston, and they're also and it just seems yeah. well, we're like way better than Boston. I, I know that you make me. Get I know angry. you feel that, and and I and I may even believe you. I, I, I you may. I'm just saying. That. I would say the country's Jack. perception. Yeah. If you had to rank the three major northwest yeah, cities, will, northeastern yeah. cities, will, yeah, and but Boston you're from loses every time. Would, I don't like Boston. I've never I liked Boston. Boston. I, but I it's prefer not, Philly. Okay. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I think most Americans would go New York. Help me get angry. Boston. Philly and, and I think Philly would yeah. be a deep number three. Yeah, I you feel know. like they'd pick Connecticut over Boston. Three major Northeast Boston. cities. Well, see, most of us from Middle America have never been to any of those cities. Maybe True. New York. Like I know you've been to New York. New York's the only one of those three cities I've ever been to. You've never been to Philly. We're gonna have to do a show. Never been Philly. to Philly. Uh, you know, if I don't make it, I'll, I'll survive. I Is mean. That- I'd really? go. I'd go. It's like a New York with that isn't with yuppie. better food. Uh, with better food. I don't know. I'm not going to say the food thing. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I, just told you. I don't okay. think so. I, can, <laughs> I don't think I could eat the food it's though in Philly. And, and, it seems and, like there's going to be a lot of hoagies and things. Hoagies. That, yeah. Yeah. I can't eat that stuff. Oh, Too many carbs. Yeah. There's a lot of fuck yous in Philly. Yeah. I mean, but I went out there. Fuck you. I went out exactly. Oh, I went out <laughs> there in Philly. Where did you do helium? No, I I've never performed uh, in Philly, but I was covering for Pizza Hut. Not trying to brag. The, uh, the World Pumpkin Chucking Championship, which is in Delaware, but Delaware. You, where do you fly in a yeah, Delaware? You can't do that. Philly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't it's even name a city. Away. Yeah. So we flew into Philly and we stayed over one night and we went out and we had a. What was like had, was like a yuppie area. It was really fucking nice. I was like, Philly, look at Philly trying to be all like. Well, oh, you must have went to Center City. I don't yeah, know. Somewhere. I have no idea. We have a few hipsters coming down into of my course. mom's neighborhood, which Uh-oh. is hilarious. So Are they gentrifying? These, yeah. You oh. see well, they got to get like, their typewriters fixed. <laughs> yeah. You see these the guy. like, guys with these tight jeans on and the creepy hats and the weird I, you ears? Know, I expect Philly to really I thought beat they would the shit out of Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I saw them talking like on Pashonk Avenue. I saw this guy. I was like, whoa, he's a, uh, he's in the wrong place. Yeah. And then he walked right into a guy in a velour fila suit with like yeah. a real dress man shoes on, dress shoes on, and I'm like, oh, a real you're, East Coast man, yeah. shit's coming down yeah. now, brother. Yeah, 
But yeah. they, they don't mind. They sell them the houses. They're, that's their big thing right now, the uh, South Philly mob. They I do went that. down to uh, Crenshaw Boulevard. I took it south, like well past the 10. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're getting an Inglewood. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's Cren- it's Crenshaw. It's Crenshaw. Yeah. But there's this right where the exposition line, that, that the train that goes to the beach now. Yeah. It goes through all that. And it's like there's this huge maybe movement of like, Selling homes cheaper along the train line because you can get to r- the rich white people can still get to the Santa Monica on the right. train. Right. So I went down there just to look at homes because I'm kind of like not not even close to buying, but I just this stuff interests me. Like how cities, I it love is that. it is crazy. Like right along the train line, there's these beautiful re- renovated homes for bit for cheaper than up here, but not that much cheaper. And then you go like two blocks, and it's like nine brothers playing handball and i'm like this is going to be interesting when these people move in the mix and they mix yeah. with those people it's going to be fucking I think wild be i yeah. think it's a good idea because i'm an excellent handball player okay great so. <laughs> get you down there I'll i don't get you know working, if, girl. i don't know and i'll say black community because it, it you have to say black community it is i don't do they want fucking i don't think they want hipsters 33 year old white people to move in with their fucking maltese dog i don't i mean as long as they don't bother them or, yeah. you know, call the cops on them or yeah. whatever, or, you know, like they're being loud. Like that's a, that's a thing I feel white people do. Like I grew up across the street from a playground. The playground would get really loud. Oh, hell yeah. Every time we had like an uppity white family that thought, oh, we're going to move in the inner city. Right. And they'd move in that corner house. They'd call the cops. And on, then on, the on, kids just wreaked havoc. On, on the kids? People. Yeah. These kids are. Oh, so they torment the Officer, they're truly acting like children. Yes, they're truly <laughs> they being loud children. like children yeah. in the summertime. So the kids would just break their windows oh, and yeah. torment yeah. them until Clearly. they moved. So that's that's how it works. I mean, if you as long as you don't bother them, don't fuck they with won't them. bother you. Yeah. So that's you know. I was thinking about making some maybe years. some barbecue and just delivering it to them. Would that be a nice thing? I think to do that's that? a good That'd idea. That's the Kansas City way. That was that was the that was as that was that was the closest I could get to racist. Good. What I told you, we expected a lot out of you. Barbecue over there. I think I'll bring some tennis rackets to say, "Hey guys, you want to play a match?" No, that's yeah. a sport. Not a bad plan. For them. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot you played worked, tennis. I'm right? a tennis guy. Yeah, I'm a tennis guy. Like for real, like professional. I played professional tennis, and there's Amazing. actually a great tennis facility in Crenshaw that I saw that I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." Aren't, aren't the Williams sisters from Compton? Or something? I think yes. so. Yeah. I think you're Just right. Just watch the documentary on her. She's unbelievable. She's. She I is, mean, they both are, but Serena really, obviously, emotionally, out. physically. Mentally, she is a beast. I mean, she is like, and I mean that in the in a complimentary yeah. way. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I loved like three years ago. She lost to Kim Clijsters or mm-hmm. in the U.S. Open final, and she lost on a code violation, which means is, is is rare in tennis. It's like you lose because you get penalized for something you said. Right. It's like what other sport. You know, so like can you imagine bad. a basketball if like you yeah. you got that's, the other that, team got yeah maybe it happens but it's just hilarious. No, that's an uppity sport. Tennis. Uppity sport. It's different. But she, this woman called a foot fault on her, and she grabbed the tennis ball and and she said, "I will shove this ball up your fucking ass. You don't know me." And she that's got my girl. And I was like, I love that she brought that to tennis. Yeah, absolutely. I love that she showed like like don't fucking fuck with me. I love that. that that's yeah. what I love about her. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, her her and McEnroe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just throwing shit and breaking and, shit and nowadays McEnroe wouldn't it wouldn't even exist because they have computers mm-hmm. that you can like challenge the line calls with yeah so back in the day what was so funny about McEnroe was he was right when he would get mad at yeah. the Empire yeah. it was like he was he always right yeah. it's because they were fucking wrong and now that wouldn't even exist and what a great 
what a great person for a sport. Yeah. Macklin, even though every, even though like England and Wimbledon hated him and all that shit, but good. he was great. Yeah, well, good. We don't, oh, need we don't need England telling us how to act. Get him, Ricky. I thought I, we won that war. Am I'm I right? I'm 100% Irish. You get him, Ricky. Yeah, yeah that's what it's all about. You Screw get those Brits. Get those shit Brits. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> oh, sorry. I never, I, uh, I, I was never good at, at tennis. I, I only played a couple times. We had to play like growing up in gym class. My buddy Justin was great. He was like one of the best in Kansas for our age group or whatever. But he, Jack Sock is from Kansas City. He would just kill oh, me. Nice. He's a, he's reference. like a he's like a top. 30 in the world, maybe? I don't know. I know he's a big listener I, to this podcast. I, 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 I'm going to call him. I'm going to yeah. definitely I don't know who that is, but I, I just know him as number one Comedy Store podcast fan. He's a huge fan. That's his Twitter handle. He may Twitter not be handle. top 30. He's like top 80 in the world. I mean, I could see not being good at tennis in Kansas City because in the summer, why would you ever want to stand why outside? Why would you want to go outside? Yeah. In winter, too cold. Too cold. I, I love it. You, you have a total of tennis. six weeks I was going to say, when can you year. go outside? Like September you, you got, 30th? You got about four weeks in the fall that are really nice and you have about two weeks in the spring because it would be four weeks but at least two of those weeks just pouring rain and thunderstorms so so about six weeks total what so why live there you live there because you were born there but like what's the industry there is there a benefit to living in kansas city I mean, barbecue that happens uh, that, in Austin too. Yeah, the that's Royals? their their big the thing. Royals. Yeah, yeah Royals are World good. Series but we've only been good yeah. for two years. Yeah, we had solid <laughs> twenty nine terrible years leading okay. up to that. Um, I I don't really know what brings people there. I think it used to be huge in the the cattle industry and beef industry. There we go. There's a major. Was a big uh, yeah, like all the all the cows they they kept in Kansas and they ship them to. The, the mob would ship them to Chicago and then to New York and whatever it was. It was a halfway point, too, for the mob yeah, yeah. sometimes. Too. It was, Kansas yeah, City, Kansas City was a big mob town. For it's not your business. Years, I didn't know that Kansas City was a mob town. A little yeah. bit, a little bit. So it's called, called a layover. Although uh, Craig Glazer may have told me that he was part uh, Well, <laughs> hold on. Let me tell you something, buddy. Oh, you know Stanford and Sons? You know that club? No, but oh, okay. Rick talked Rick's, about Rick's, him. Yeah. yeah. Rick, out of his mind. Rick, out of his mind, that guy. Rick well, told I, me a great story on my podcast that... that that he he offered to pay you in coke yeah but but he only Perfect. he only owed you fifteen dollars yeah so we were like how much coke is that yeah, like, like the bat you can look at the can bat you get high yeah. is that, <laughs> that was you want you you just want to look at this key bump <laughs> that's all you get it's what a yeah. I don't know. what are you talking about <laughs> so, uh, great. so did you have fun or the show's good there I did have fun I mean I you know he he is did he a, offer you a key bump. No, he didn't. He's clean now, I believe. I think he's clean. I mean, I think he's clean. He went to jail for a while. He went to jail. He did give me his book. Yeah, classic. Uh, Once uh, turned into a major motion picture. Represented by the comedy store lawyer. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for real. The comedy store is... Yeah, I guess they have a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, we never did before, but now we do. Now we do. We had a PR person for a while, but I don't remember a lawyer. I remember I emailed someone because I couldn't find my La Jolla check. Oh, and I emailed someone. I emailed Emily, and she was <laughs> like, uh, "Let me check with the accounting department." I was like, "Is this a fucking joke? Is we have an accounting real? department." <laughs> like what? There's an and I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And I still don't we, know if she was. We, do we have. got the check. But I don't that know if that we was, do have. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I'll just say this: the accounting department does not get spots any longer. Thank yeah. God. They don't anymore. Tommy, Tommy gave the dude spots for a while, and I'd be like. 
Why is he on the line? I'm like, well, he does the accounting here. You got to give him some benefits. He did. He did stand up like, for a long time. Are you time. fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> accountant got spots. Like, Jesus hey, Christ. Hey, Mitzi passed him. Yeah. Yeah. But she also him. liked having an accountant that would, you know, do the work for, I'm sure, the nothing guy. that paid him. I mean, I'm sure he's a good yeah. guy, but he's not a fucking stand up. He, he he's an accountant. Out. He's a hell he of an accountant. He out before. He knocks us all out. Yeah. I've had my fights with him. Not a fan of him, but. Can we say his name or we don't want to? Bob Wheeler. Yeah. Bob Wheeler's the accountant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Seems like a good account name, right? Yeah. Seems like a great it's a perfect account name. I'll fight Bob Wheeler right now. No, Me I too. love Bob I Wheeler. I love this I fucking place, too. But the we- accountant gets spots. <laughs> That's how it is. Yeah, Everybody like wants to be a comic. Yeah. When, when did you show up here? I showed up here eight years ago, so 2008. And I met Tommy, and he was like, you know, wow. you know, I'm, I don't do the. I'm the only person that can't do is Tommy. Rick see, I love Tommy. Wow. I love to singing. see Tommy. Tommy was great to me. So yeah. it's like I love me Tommy. Too. Not everybody Adric. says that, but I love Tommy. He was always so, so supportive of me. But I remember at the very beginning, I moved, came in here, and he's like, "Hey, we want to see you hanging out here." Yeah, and I was like, "I don't want to hang out here. I want to fucking perform here." That's like every cup. Yeah, I need to work. The building needs to like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the building I, hasn't hugged you yet. I used to love when, like, in the beginning, they would say, you know, in Michigan. Hey, if you know, bring five friends, you can get stage time. I was like, if I had five friends, I wouldn't be doing stand-up comedy. Right. I'd be yeah. hanging out with my fucking friends. <laughs> yeah. But see, in Michigan, wouldn't that be easier because you're from there? Like when I was here, it was hard because it's like all in our comics. Bring? All yeah. in comics. No, and that's totally- my invite. No, but every bringer show, every comic does the bringer thing once, and then you see that you just used up all your favors. You watched your like best friend have to order two drinks yeah. and it was some oh, comedy no. competition and the the funniest person never wins the person who brings the most people and I was Always I felt wins. like such an asshole yeah. yeah I felt like I had to pay for all their drink I was like God, what no, what I am I doing it. I felt the same yeah. I, yeah. Like that. Yeah. I never had I never had any friends come to my shows in Kansas City and like when I was getting ready to move to LA I only told a few people just because yeah. I was like I, I don't really like people so <laughs> screw them okay. but like a couple people were asking me if I wanted to go do something or if I wanted to, I think they wanted me to go to Colorado or something. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be gone. Yeah. Like, oh, where are you going? I was like, L.A. And they're like, oh, when are you coming back? I'm like, hopefully never. Hopefully I'm never coming back here. So, but <laughs> it was like, what are you going to do out there? I'm like, well, you know, I've been doing comedy for a couple of years. And they're like, what? Where did you start? I started at Stanford. And where did you start? Here? Here. Comedy store. Everyone fucking. So but you I were a server a, first. I was a server for 12 years. Jesus Christ. Know, that's sad, isn't it? Are you, would you say you know the most about the comedy store of anybody, of anybody? No, no, I mean, okay, like Mitzi, duh. No, but like we had Carl LeBove on the uh, uh, podcast and like those guys, they're still around. There's there's a bunch of them still around that were working more with Mitzi when she was really always here. I mean, I started in 93 and she was still driving in into the parking lot. You know what I mean? Like yeah, she was still driving yeah. and mobile and coming around. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, but I, I don't know. And then I was her assistant for a long time. So I got top 20 knowledge of the comedy store. Uh, Eleanor Kerrigan, top 20. I would say top she's, 20. she's top probably 20. top 10 at least. Top, top 10. Oh, wow. I moved because up. I, I mean, that was part of, I just of, think there's a lot of people, but it is yeah, part of my it's part of the reason adult life. Why I was like, yeah, oh, get yeah. you on as my co-host. Yes. Cause yes. They, they like great choice. Said something to me about wouldn't so-and-so be great. Uh, as a co-host and I think they just felt like they knew that I'm just terrible at getting people to show up <laughs> and uh, and so then they'd be like wouldn't that's they be great true, you, like, my you got me true. <laughs> you got me uh, and I, I told them I'm like, I, mean? I go I don't I don't know that that person 
would have anything to add yeah. to the comedy Knowledge store. The store yeah. yeah, it's like they've been a paid regular here for a year and a half. Right. They're That's here not... once a month. It's no, like, they're not going to have any stories. The perfect, about... yeah. perfect choice I for love this. That. Thank perfect you. choice for this. I'm just fa- I'm always fascinated at the history here. I mean, yeah, it's it, my it's my favorite thing is the history here. Like we love interviewing. No offense, but people that like worked here too of because. You, you, when you're here every night, and Rick and I were here a lot, like closing this place up, sure, and the shit sure. we see, and all you this. were a door, door guy, yeah, I was door guy okay, for two God. years, right? I remember that. It's okay. just a thing, it's just like you know, it's just a great, it's a great place, and it's yeah, kind I mean, of scary. Sometimes, a lot of the, but. a lot of the craziest shit you'll see here. For stuff that only happens because you can't leave. You like yeah. you have to be Hotel here, right? Because you're still on the clock yeah. or whatever it is, right? Um, so like when <laughs> people ask leave. me about stuff, it's like, and like, wow, I can't believe you're there for that. I'm like, I, I didn't have a choice. I had this yeah, is yeah, how I, I, this yeah. how I lived. So this I was, was always it. here really late, but. I mean, you it, can't experience it. It's pretty humbling. It. Like if you, you know, you can get like after a good set, you can get cocky as we all can, and then it. it anytime you ask about this place, it's like, whoa, it's so humbling, and it's like people you see. Have, negative opinions about it too because like, it's so hard to get of course. in it's all clicky of course when you came here were comics nice to you um not really but aside from me yeah you were always nice to me I think I met Rick much later maybe yeah you were already a regular I was already when I a met regular, you maybe but I remember like I when I became a paid regular I remember like Ari and Steve Renazizi like kind of joking with me about like uh just like fucking with me and it was like I wasn't sure if it was if they were like being oh, no, they, they hate you they, they were probably they were probably <laughs> no now we're now it's cool <laughs> but I remember feeling like oh shit I feel like I'm like the, the rookie in the hazed. locker room or yeah. something yeah, yeah. but I was also like whatever I don't give a fuck like, yeah. like I'm, that's I'm, good that's exactly. a great attitude and, I hate when people are afraid of that that's what come everything on. is that's what this fucking is that's yeah. what everything it, and is. every every business every team is that way yeah so but you have to uh, prove yourself. You got to prove yourself and not everybody, you know, believes in you and they don't have to. But it's just like walking around looking at the headshots still is just hilarious. I mean, haunting. <laughs> How haunting. many of them did the guy, nothing with the, their career? The guy who's who literally has the horse's ass in his picture. That's yeah. James Lee Reeves. James Lee Reeves. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Him, uh, Greg Hilbers is one of my favorites. Which one's just, that? He's this creepy dude with an acorn haircut and yeah. just the most suspicious mustache of all time. <laughs> like it, it takes you a solid two minutes of staring at it before you're like, what? Is that a mustache? I was, think that's a mustache. Was the horse's ass guy funny? I got to be honest. I don't know. Him. You don't know. I, I just but you knew know the, the name? Picture and I knew yeah. his name because still, like when I started, I mean, obviously he was already not coming here, but it was like right. they were still, the new guys were like, oh, the the, the newest, oldest guys, yeah. I guess you could call them, yeah. were like, oh, I remember this bit James Lee Reeves used to do it. And I just laugh and then. One yeah, day the, I just the guy put with the it horse? together. Yeah. Like right. The horse's ass? Yeah. yeah. The fucking guy so who was the comic? The horse or was it the person? <laughs> the, 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 the horse's ass was, was actually silly. great. Yeah, I really... The I fact didn't... that Reeves got in there was insulting. <laughs> I mean, the, er, it's, I seem like that was early 80s. I don't know. But we, yeah, yeah, it had to be late 70s, the, early 80s. All those headshots were like, make sure your persona goes in your headshot. Yeah. And it was just I mean, so funny. headshot. I, I wish we could bring back the zany headshot. Like people, it's like, you're comedians. Make sure you've got like that ah, yeah, yeah crazy face. I'm holding the telephone, but yeah. the, the cord goes nowhere. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. To, yeah, exactly. I hate that. We used to play a game because oh, we were so dead here. Sometimes is connect the dead comics. Oh on the shit! Wall. I yeah. know that's dark, but this place that's is dark. dark. To do oh back my then. god! Truly dark. And we when were I, when I was when I got past here, I think it was 
I don't know, t- maybe 12 or 13. No, it's probably like 11, 2011. I don't know. It w- now, now seeing what it's, where it's at, it was like, a. it seemed like a darker time. Did Mitzi see yeah. you or did Tommy, like did she videotape or come in? Tommy said that Mitzi <laughs> well, watched my tape. She liked what your beats are. And I don't ever know what the fuck happened. And I don't, don't yeah, ask too many passed. fucking That's questions. Yeah. It's like, no, I, you're right. As long as you're getting spots, I get it. But it, yeah. Tommy would give her tapes at that time. I mean, he she would go through them. He said that she loved me and passed me, but I, but I don't, I, you know, I don't, I've still never, yeah. I, I don't, Never matter. I don't even know if she's a real person. You no, know she's I mean? a like, real person. So it's weakening at Bernie's scenario at this point. <laughs> That's not fun. Yeah, I've been true. assuring That's people true. that since that episode one. I, I know Paulie. I know his brother. He always comes to my Scotty's shows in La Jolla. Here. Scotty oh, was yeah, here tonight, great. right? He's, he's here, here tonight. Because yeah. Mitzi's birthday's tomorrow. Oh, so. that's sweet. Okay, so like... I, there seems to be enough evidence that she does exist. Sure, uh, and I, her seed is <laughs> still sprawling like an ivy. Isn't Scotty great? He comes. I worked La Jolla this weekend. He he so buys great. a he fucking CD from me. I love him every single time in La Jolla. This last time, I go. It's the same CD you bought last year. You're not rebuy, but he fucking insists He's on the it. Best. He's yeah, so nice. yeah. He came with to me. I was in La Jolla like uh, maybe a month and a half ago, beginning of June, and he came up to me. He's like, "Dude, you're finally funny." And I'm like, <laughs> oh "This my asshole." Thanks. Yeah. And then Thank he's you. like, "Yeah, we're going to." Uh, he's with some, I'd say, 25 year old girl. Yep. She was wasted. And he's like, "Yeah, we're getting ready to go. High, to, we're going that's to Mexico." Why not? And then to Mexico. That's, he said he was taking her to Mexico. Down the street and uh, yeah. she was like he goes what's your name and then she legitimately had to remind him what her name oh was and he's, yeah so we're going on vacation i'm like awesome just he's awesome. my favorite short because he tipped every time i brought him something he tipped, he tipped. Yeah. i like that yeah and that's i mean he's buying I cds never, i guess he already i never has. really brought he's, he's peter and Polly anything or sandy but scotty always got something and yeah he was always when i was really young like when i was in my early 20s he'd always really go over the top with acting like we were really good friends because I was always the same age as the 20-year-old girl he was with. And he'd be like, hey, this is my buddy Rick. Yeah, yeah, I told you I have friends your age. Yeah. Said, she thinks I only hang out with her because she's pretty. I'm like, we, we've never hung out. I don't even but, know who you are. Okay. <laughs> I play along. Like, oh, I cool. love that you're the wingman. Do you have man, friends? <laughs> I remember when I, right before I got past here, someone gave me the advice not to hang around the back door. Well, I like Isn't that, that funny? Hmm. They were Wait. like, it gets really bitter and dark, and and it was like, don't hang around the back door. I remember years later, like hanging around the back door, and I was like, what the fuck was wrong with this place? But I just, I don't know. I guess it was like where the bad comics hung out. I don't know. It probably yeah it had to That's be who weird. the doormen were yeah, at the time. Maybe it depended on who the doormen maybe. was because maybe they they get they can tend to get bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see it. I could yeah, understand you why. You want to be a comic, yeah. and then you're watching all these people, yeah. and you're thinking, yeah. I could be doing that. When I, yeah. when I was a door yeah. guy, I could be bombing too, or like I know <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, that's the thing. It's like great comedy doesn't always inspire you. Yeah. It's when right. you see a shitty mediocre, you're like, I know I can fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. That's how. Like when I started working here, uh, I got passed pretty quickly, which was cool, but I didn't. I didn't get spots. Yeah. So I'd go up late that's night. That's the next. Yeah. Step. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I would I would just since I was here and I was gonna be here till two, I'd always sign up on the <laughs> pop in list and I'd get up at like one in the morning after the whole lineup was done or whatever. Right. Um but I'd always work the back door and back then Mitzi was still making the lineups and they were 
some of the worst comedy shows you've ever seen. Because like it was so bad. She she was she was putting up comics that she was familiar with, basically, who hadn't probably written a new joke right. in ten years, mm-hmm. and it was it was awful. And yeah. there was there she was, was some hanger on her. She was but very, then there were some great ones that you were like, sure. The the Wait, old see stick the was always, Eleanor. yeah. The old stick <laughs> was always you know she she didn't make it very far down the lists, and it's alphabetical, so it'd be like everyone <laughs> oh, was yeah. A through G, and then no one right. whose name right. was after that. And it, it to was be just fair, bad. I think a lot of national bookers do the same thing. It's possible. You know, like, but just go down the know. list. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was so bad. I would just sit there so mad. And, like, uh, I started, uh, you know, this is part of what I was, we were talking about earlier, where I was like, I'm, I'm really bad at not burning every bridge I, I come across. Um, sure. So, like, someone, I'd watch someone bomb for 15 minutes, and then they'd come down and they'd start talking about how hard they crushed <laughs> or whatever it was. Man. And I was That's the guy who, awful. I was, I was the guy who That's couldn't so fucking allow it. And so Good. I was like, I was yeah. like, well, they I'm going to say that. something. And all the other door guys thought it was hilarious. But meanwhile, it's like probably people who are producers now or some shit because they realize <laughs> they're terrible at comedy. It's just like, you know, you're awful, right? And people would be like, whoa. So that, that that's what you would say. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would just rip apart how bad they were. You, you realize you're supposed to be funny when you're up there, right? <laughs> right. And right. People are like, what? Who, who are the you? fuck is this, this guy? Is like a fucking asshole. So this is what happened to your career. Yeah. All right. I remember Paulie. Right. There's a comic named Jeremy Dingle. This guy was oh the God. worst. Everyone knows all these people. Do you know man. Jeremy? No, I don't know oh Jeremy. Where's God. his headshot? What is oh, his it's headshot? A great one. Yeah. Is it? By the way, Jeremy Dingle. my bow ties upside down. I mean, that was actually pretty much his act. It was all like. Yeah, yeah, and when he would bomb the whole time. Yeah, I fired a waitress because she told me he was the next Jim Carrey, and yeah. I shut get up, out. get the fuck get out. The I fuck love that, Eleanor. Out. Yes, authority. You have not... bad comedy taste. <laughs> yeah. I can't allow you to serve drinks here. So tell me how a guy like Jeremy Dingle or Horse's <laughs> Ass yeah. or whomever, tell me how they would get passed. I, well, I look at it this way. People always talk about how great Mitzi was with names or like comics. Like, you know, she passed prior and all these guys. Sure. And it's like, yeah, but most of the names are terrible. Yeah. Technically. It's like most of the people she passed were awful. Sure. Like my name got painted right next to Jimmy and Joey. I mean, that, oh, that's so, yeah. so what the fuck, how, how did to that me, happen? I think like she, she saw something in people like sure. there would be the little thing and sometimes it would work out and sometimes it wouldn't. And when it wouldn't, she would eventually get rid of those people. Yeah. yeah. Weed them out. Like, they, they would get weeded out, but sure. they could, somebody they wouldn't could get spots. Maybe. Somebody could have a good set at least once yeah. in their shit career. Right. And then like that Jeremy Dingle guy, sure. she thought he was so different. She was sure. like, oh, he was he was like a lemon yeah. to her. And he she was like, she liked planning the way she liked to plan shows were that it was truly a comedy a variety. variety show. Yeah, especially the main room. The main room yeah. was yeah. a big variety yeah. show. Always we had women in the front that would sing. I mean, there was Janice Hart. Who Jesus was, Christ, Bambi. Bambi Diamond. <laughs> and she literally screamed at me with a boa around her neck for serving a drink during her act. She's like, You're ruining my act. So I'm wow. like, No, no. You're ruining yeah, your Actually, your voice what is, doing is helping. helping your ass. This lady needs With enough heroin. alcohol, they like, might well, just... Well, there's also probably just weak years. Yeah. But, but like, in, woman, like in anything. But that woman was killer in her time. Yeah. But then it just ran out. Yeah. Like, it didn't... She yeah. didn't... They didn't... If you don't change with the times, like, yeah. there's very few, like, there's Dom Irera, who's been, what, yeah. 35 years. Yeah. You'll never watch Dom and go, 
he's not with yeah. it. He's one of the best. Yeah. There's dice. They still do it. They still stay yeah. on top yeah. of what's They're new. They're writing new jokes. You gotta yeah. keep writing. If you yeah. just keep if writing, you, you can survive. And yeah. you think yeah. your little 20 minute act is yeah. it, then that's it. Yeah. Then you, because when Sebastian Maniscalco showcased, yeah. it was one of the worst showcases I've ever mm. seen here yeah. in my life. Is that right? I'm not kidding. Like they were throwing shit on the stage at him. Wow. And he, he was, was fresh from comedy class at yeah. Sandy Shores fresh Comedy Class. Sandy Seashore's Comedy Class. He took Paulie's sister's comedy class. He's yeah. the only one I've ever met who like who the came from something. Did I just talk to that took I that class? I think Jesselneck took it. He, oh, I, Eric Griffin took it. Oh, Eric oh, yeah. Griffin. Maybe Eric that Griffin was who took I'm thinking it. of. Eric Griffin took it as yeah. well. Jesselneck took, 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 took a comedy. He took Greg Dean's Greg comedy Dean, class. I knew oh, it was here. I knew the graduations yeah. were here because the graduations were here, and Sebastian did the graduation, and it was. Horrible. Horrible. And then the week Sandy, I had today. <laughs> that was his old opening yeah. line. The I watched the tape I of one of his. So you, you know all this because you've watched yeah. their acts a million times. Yeah. As but a doorman. Imagine yeah. if she watched him and said, oh, he's terrible. Get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. She saw something in him. No, for sure. And that's. I, I, listen, he, I was. Look what he, I mean, look what he turned into. He's one of the. One I of was them. awful. Yeah. Uh, there is no reason on earth why I should have gotten passed with the set I did. Yeah. And it, but for whatever reason, she liked it. I had like eight seconds up top that was that she thought was funny, and I, I, I had to say a word. Seconds. Yeah, a strong eight eight seconds. great eight. No one could beat me in eight no, seconds. No words were spoken. It was just yeah. me acting like an asshole. I still kind of do it sometimes, where it's just me acting like people are really excited to see me, and sure. they're clearly not. Sure, right, like a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, then, yeah. Oh yeah, you were funny at the top. You gotta you gotta do more stage time. I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool, thanks. And then I wanted to bail out. She's like, where are you from? I'm like, God, she's asked me too many questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even listening to but you at all. She loves Midwestern comics. She yeah. thinks the best comic. I think she's from Wisconsin or something, right? Yeah. So she thinks best comics. Is that where come Mitzi's from? from? Wisconsin. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So she, she loves that. That's where it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, she passed me, and then she gave me a spot like a week later, and I I, I probably had four minutes of material sure. that did sure. not work that That's well. That's scary, too. Yeah. To go up and not have Yeah, because like, when I moved out here in Kansas City, all I did were impressions. I just wanted to be an impressionist. I wanted serious? to be on Saturday Night Live. You did fucking impressions? It was awful. Could not be more further from what you yeah. do right? now. Yeah. 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 I always am like, do more impressions. Yeah, yeah but, that is hilarious. It was, Although you did a little, a little accent tonight. You did some... Um, you did the... What'd you do tonight? You did the English, yeah, Australian, the Australian. Yeah, and I was surprised to see tonight how different your Australian was from your English. That's fucking tough. That yeah. was a nice play. Thanks. Nice yeah. play. But yeah, tell me yeah. what impressions you were doing. This yeah, is hilarious. Uh, I did. I, I I pretty much did all the terrible ones. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like my, my Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I wish I could have yeah. done Jack. Yeah. Uh, I did. Uh, one of my really funny premises that crushed in Kansas City, and when I did it at the open mic here at the Comedy Store for six people, just got dead silent. I was like, fuck. Uh, I did uh, Jerry Seinfeld if he were on BET. There we go. Cool. That's a great premise. Uh, so just, you know, a lot of Seinfeld saying inappropriate things sure. mixed in with rap lyrics. Sure. Okay. Uh, and then I did, uh, I did a, a George W. Bush impression, but okay. uh, because... I was 21 and I looked like I was 16. I had to do the premise was I was doing the young George W. Oh, so got it, was, it. it was always George W. in college. 
And it was like he's trying to buy coke from a, a Iraqi kid, and he screws him over, and so he he vows he'll get vengeance there someday. Nice, yeah. add a little tie political ends. tie. Yeah, tie exactly. <laughs> um, and I then, bet he has weapons of mass destruction <laughs> twenty five years from now. So uh, that that was the kind of quality stuff. I did an impression of Warwick Davis from the movie Willow. And, uh, Very specific. Yeah. Is there an impressionist that we like nowadays? I don't think so. I don't think that it can almost can exist. I feel like comedy's reached this wow, honest, raw. Oh, Jeff Richards does. Jeff do Richards some. does yeah. do impressions. Some of them are terrible, though. Some of them are hilarious. But like a couple of them, people are like, "Isn't that great?" I'm like, "That doesn't sound anything doesn't sound like, like it." <laughs> There's just so so few. Yeah. Letterman even used to do impression week. And yeah. he would have different stand-ups on every week. That, and it was like, I don't even know if you could book that now. I'll tell you, in Vegas, be tough. We, I work with, uh, well, when I do shows as, for the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana, Rich Little does the uh, opening at the 7 o'clock show or 6 o'clock show. Wow. That's a, yeah. and, and he's doing Reagan. And Are you serious? No topical classic stuff. John Wayne. I mean, he's really that's up like a, I, I like to bust. <laughs> fucking John Wayne and Reagan. <laughs> I like to bust. Those are your two, <laughs> your fucking two impressions. When I saw him, I was dying. Oh my I was God. Like, this is, but, uh, that's but why I always bust Argus' balls. They're perfect. For Vegas. Yeah. Because it's like 60-year-old yeah. people there. Uh, I always bust Argus's balls when he I see him close with that strong Richard Nixon impression. Yeah, right. It was me and, all along. And you just see like a bunch of millennials just looking at him like, I don't, I don't even know what that means. Uh, last time I saw Argus, he he did something about Richard Nixon, and I was like, I, uh, yeah. I just, I, I still don't have a response. I didn't I know. know what. I saw Raceley do it with, the reference was a fucking, uh, what was McCain's crazy vice president? Oh, Sarah Palin? Sarah, he Sarah made Palin. a Sarah Palin reference, and then, we're all waiting for her to tear that mask off. I'm like, wait, Sarah Palin's a dated reference. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You're, you're taking that into the Another Nixon. Another dated reference? And even more dated. But that, but that rich little guy, he... I mean, crushes. Crushes. And then the older people come see him because they know him from back in the day. Sure. He still does the same stuff. I don't know who that is. He's been around. I just know Just not my, yeah. not my who world. Who was the guy that... He never worked here that I know oh, okay. of. Who was yeah. the guy that was at the Mirage that, that died? But he's uh, in his 80s. Uh, he did, he, did, he oh. did all the songs, music... Danny was a green. Oh yeah, Danny Gans. Danny Gans. Yeah, I went to see him. I went to see him once. My my. Did my, you get as angry as I did? My, well, yeah. So my parents, yeah. we like did a family Vegas trip, which always a good family doesn't vacation. Really work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, whatever. It was cool. And how old are Janice? you at this point? You I know I was twenty seven or eight. Okay. It was my mom's birthday, and we did like a Grand Canyon thing, and then we had a couple nights in Vegas with Janice, my mom. Thank That's you. That's my and favorite my, when he does that. In his Janice. 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 Just yells at her. Um, my. So we all went to Danny Gaines, which is like, you know, he he opens by saying he's got like the 13th best Christian rock album or whatever, but he does impressions and he's dead now. So rest in peace. Yeah. But um, free to be mocked. He, he actually moved to a different hotel and ticket sales were really shitty. And then on, he unexpectedly died. Hmm. You tell me what you happened. You tell me what happened. Classic But he Vegas would do like Kermit behavior. the Frog, okay. Bill Cosby. Yeah. Uh, John Travolta. Did he it, mention pudding when you do the? <laughs> oh, dude. So I'm sitting here like, like my buzz is gone. You know, from the pre-show drinks, I'm yeah. furious. I'm like, who the fuck loves this? I look over and my dad is just dying, loving, yeah. you know, greatest show I've ever seen. Arms around me. You know, you can't kill. You can't be like mad at your dad. But I'm like, who is this for? It's for yeah, it's for that. that. It's for sixty that. year old people. And this enjoy. guy made like twelve million dollars a year at oh, least. Yeah. yeah, I mean shitloads of money. Yeah, you know that's what insane. pissed me off about him? He had a video 
in the front, you'd see the video and it'd be George Burns, Michael Jackson, all these like, you know, yeah. like cool killer. Yeah. He's doing impressions real. of them or they yeah. were with him? Yeah, oh, yeah they were They're with impressions. him. They're no, impressions. Great okay. impressions of them, right? Yeah. And they were, it was a real. His George Burns impression, ha- he had a cigar in his mouth. You Wait believe a that? Minute. <laughs> you believe on. that? I can see it. Hey, I can see that one. Yeah. Well, so we see all this and we're like, oh, let's go see him, right? So it's me, Dice, and his two kids. We go in there and the kids were little. Uh, we go in and we thought at least the kids will like clean it, you know? show. It's a we clean show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't like it, you know. We're sitting there and the kids are like, I can't wait to see him do this guy and that guy and this guy. He didn't do any didn't do of any the guys other. in the video. Sure. He was like, I'm working on some new stuff, so I'm gonna sing these songs. These are my songs that I wrote. I swear, like at his one originals. Point, Come on, bro. Yeah, no. Dice yeah. was no booing him. Dice that. was booing him. He, he was like, was? Fuck this. Yeah. Get out of here. Oh, oh, wait, we he was doing act like the actual Christian rock stuff that he mentioned. Whatever it was, we didn't know. That sounds good. We were like. Where the fuck is George Burns? I never yeah. doing George so bad. Doing an impression like George W. trying to get cocaine or whatever. That's like an original, at least scene where you write the dialogue. Yeah. When I went and saw Danny Gaines, he would do "You Might Be a Redneck If Jeff," but he would do Jeff's joke. actual bits. So yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. that I've seen at least that is even more bullshit. Yeah, that drives you crazy. <laughs> right? At least, yeah. at least it was it was hacky and bad, but at least you wrote the dialogue. Yeah, a guy. And it's like a, this was even he was getting a he was literally getting a laugh off of it, not a Bill Cosby joke, a joke that the, Bill oh, Cosby yeah. wrote, yeah. or at least his writers wrote. There was a, another my main competition doing impressions in Kansas City. Oh wow, uh, <laughs> he did. Who could he, he, I, I know this is going to sound crazy. I think he's the only one who can do it, but he did a Christopher Walken impression. Wow. And I didn't so know people rare. did impressions yeah. of Christopher yeah. Walken. And it, he literally <laughs> only did lines from movies. And then it, who are the other ones he did? All the ones he did, he would just do Al Pacino. And it was, there was Jack. no jokes. It was just Jack, yeah. these are the actual lines from the movie. Yeah. You've seen this movie. You love this movie. He did a Jim Carrey impression. That sure. was just. All righty then. Yeah, I I would just sit there like people be like, "Dude, he's pretty good too." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm I'm leaving. I'm leaving this place. I'm getting mad." You can have them Stanford and Sons. (laughs) (laughs) Some of those fuckers sell a lot of tickets, but (laughs) I mean, I'm taking this Willow impression straight to L.A. (laughs) I'll see you when I'm famous. I love that there was two impressionists in Kansas City. Yeah, open mic. One was Missouri, one was Kansas. (laughs) Let's keep it straight. There was a border war that never ended. Rick built a wall. Yeah, yeah, I did what I had to do. Uh, That's how it goes. Yeah, people, people were so it was the crowds were great there. Open mic would have like a hundred people in Kansas City. Yeah, wow. And then because most of the comics, there's twenty comics back. on the open mic, and they yeah. all brought friends. And then they do at the end of the show. All right, we're gonna. Who was sure. the best? And then it was the make noise if you like this guy. And then That's it was like always competition. That's yeah. awful. The one asshole who had thirty friends there, all going crazy. Always. Yeah, he's the pride of Blue Springs. Oh! <laughs> what? what Blue Springs? That's one thing that uh, Mitzi did not stand for competition. I appreciate that. Honestly, gosh, because it broke her heart one time. They made her a judge on this thing. I forget what show it was for. Maybe. What was the star search? Maybe something along those lines that it was Keep new. Keep it down, please. It, yeah, calm down. On it. it was new in that like time. Sure. And uh, what's his name? We, we were talking the harmonica Fleischer. Charles Fleischer. Mitzi Legend. Loved Fleischer. Yeah. Now this is a very young Fleischer. I don't he even was, know who the fuck you're talking. He's about. the voice Charlie, of Roger Rabbit. You know, oh Charlie yeah, Fleischer? sure, okay, okay. And, and he yeah. used okay. to he used to Mitzi would give him a half hour in the main room, yeah. and it bring was his own microphone. awful. <laughs> but it was again. It fake was, crowd work. He had yeah. a notebook with like 
if someone's name was this, then it had like five words that rhymed with it, so he could do his jive talk character. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It was, it was pretty. Oh, George. Well, that's a scourge. On the... like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. No. Oh shit! I, got... I actually, uh, Michael, note to self to <laughs> uh, take that act from <laughs> your take that part out of my act. <laughs> George, what a scourge! But, uh, seriously, like he, he never updated it, so it was just this nonsense. Yeah. Like, we didn't understand it. Uh, yeah. By the time in we two thousand and three, it was just like, why is what? this but happening? Yeah. Made, exactly. Somebody made Mitzi a joke. And she had to choose, and she didn't choose Charlie, and it fucked him up. Like, really? Because Mitzi was like his mentor. Sure. But the other guy had a better set, or whomever it was, and she was hated comedy competitions. So yeah. anybody that was in them or all, like it just bothered her. Like this whole last comic standing, that would drive her nuts. She wouldn't be down. Yeah. Last comic standing is such bullshit, and it's like yeah, it's it, not. Re- I get it, it's you not know, real but anyways, it's but... and it's like you. Know, I like the comics that are on the show, yeah, it's, and, it's and they're good... trying to advance their careers. But it's That's just right. uh, anytime I meet anybody who doesn't know anything about this city or this world. Oh, you like Last Comic Standing? And it's like, I hate that that's your, that's your comedy. Yeah, yeah, b- barometer for yeah. comedy. It isn't a competition thing. But uh, so, uh, some great comics <laughs> came out of it. Ari for sure, Shafir, some great comics out uh, of it. Yeah. Ari, Ari Shafir and I had that. this. No, no. We, we, <laughs> no uh, way. Ari called me one time when it's like, uh, hey, uh, I got to do this audition and I say I have to bring a friend and uh, I think Ren Azizi was out of town so he's like so uh, do you want to go with me I'm like sure so we go and it was like the USA Network wanted to make a, a reality show about two friends no. traveling around road trip style or something Okay. so they just w- brought us in and they just turned on a camera and they Said just they're like yeah talk you know interact like whatever <laughs> So it's just oh, me and Ari sitting awkward. awkwardly just like, this is terrible. I'm like, what? Is Ari like, my asshole was bleeding this I was morning? Like, Ari, yeah. I don't know what to do yeah. about it. What I remember was just me being like, what, what are we doing here? And I was like, I, I, there's supposed to be a, an audition, I guess. I don't, I'm not really sure what we're supposed to do. I'm like, I, I don't think we're going to get the part. And so it's like just us being assholes. At the, once we realized what was going on, it's like, we're fucking We're dicks. fucking around. Yeah. So we started messing around and the guy came in. All right, cool. Interesting, man. You guys definitely got a cool vibe. <laughs> I was just sitting there like this asshole and he, Starts talking to us. So you guys do you both do comedy and yeah yeah man, you guys uh, familiar at all with uh, Last Comic Standing? We were like, oh yeah, that shit's so bad. And he's like, we produced that. Oh uh, like, shit! Ari's like, oh well, I mean, shit. Uh, it would be nice to, you guys. to have known this. <laughs> yeah. I would- why did you yeah, say something? Uh, that's you cool that you guys do that, but th- those <laughs> comics are all pretty much terrible. And I was like, don't think we're probably going to get this. But <laughs> we produced that. And Ari still. We, we, that's our bread and butter. That's so Ari. That's how I feed my children. At least once a year, I'll see Ari and he'll be like, uh, did the USA Network contact you yet? Right. No, I mean, it's been nine years. But Still haven't heard a, a, a definite waiting. no. Yeah. A show about comics on the road would be funny as long as you never showed the actual stand-up comedy show yeah. and just showed how fucking it'd be sad. Yeah. 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 It'd be like a suicide tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> just, just classical music over a comic sitting in his room watching forensic files I for six be- hours. I can't believe comics did it without internet. Oh yeah, like well, you know, Wi Fi's changed that? everything with like Netflix and streaming and all. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I can't believe you motherfuckers did it without the internet. Old, you just, old you just guys bought those nine dollar, uh, you know, Holiday Inn movies on right. pay per view. Right, yeah, just did it. Spent a fortune on that. Yeah, what I'm impressed about, like you're talking about the internet and all that stuff, like Dom Irera, again, not to drop names, but uh, he, <laughs> I, don't, he, I don't think you'd be accused every of that. City he goes in. 
he has like tons of friends for sure because he didn't have the internet he had to go out and mingle Maybe that's how you did it and literally has like best friends he's like oh i'm going to columbus i can't wait like, i get to see fucking patty and joe columbus? and it's yeah. like well, I he's went, like oh yeah. they still come on the season like that's hilarious yeah, yeah. he's but, just so likable too he can make yeah, yeah he makes he, friends i just disappear just stay in and jerk off he would actually go outside and yeah. look for something that's weird jerk yeah off on. jerk off on joe <laughs> and patty, patty, john, patty <laughs> they got a great house Sorry, for jerking patty. off yeah no question about it he took me to columbus and i can tell you we jerked off together at Patty's place. Joe's passed on since then, so yeah. she was excited <laughs> just to see. Someone else was finally jerking yeah. off. That's awesome. That's nice. Yeah, that, I would be miserable. I mean, when, do you do a lot of road work? Yeah. yeah, I do like two weekends a month usually. So uh, that's good. That's it's good. It's a perfect amount. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I I complain about it, but it, I'm very lucky to have it. It's yeah. how I survive and get to. You know, in, in, live in L.A. the rest live of the time. Live in L.A. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I mean, it is it is like some some weekends I'll fly home and be like, I actually think this whole weekend all I did was tell them to stop texting. You know, oh, like Jesus. or like I had a bunch of bits I wanted to work on, and you you, you know it it it's like it all I'm doing out. is 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 policing the room or right. You know the mic. Like recently, I did a gig and the whole weekend we could not get the sound right. Like they couldn't. I kept sli- sitting That's in the crazy. back for the opening acts. I was like, I can't understand anybody, and I'm up there performing. I'm like, I know this joke usually does this. Yeah, yeah it'll work. At and this I know, point, and, I, and, this, I, and yeah. I don't think it's my performance. I mean, we could argue that maybe, but I've done it enough times. I've been doing it for nine years, the same joke. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like, why is the sound bad? Well, you couldn't get the sound right, but it doesn't fucking matter. They're trying to sell mozzarella sticks and fucking drinks. Yeah, chicken yeah. fingers. And, but yeah. I'm also happy every fucking time when they hand you a check right. and you fly home and you're like, I did get paid to do this stupid thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I worked for four hours basically. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Did you ever go on stage high or drunk? Uh, for sure. Yeah. Like for all the <laughs> I mean, time though. No, I, I mean, it's d- never I've, seen you drunk. I really? Guess. I, yeah. I I've, no, I'm, I've been drunk a lot here. I mean, I need to probably be more professional. Like a, it, it's hard really? to sometimes see this as your workspace, mm-hmm. you know? Cause so I, I, I very rarely drink before I go on stage now. Very rarely. Cause I just, it just, what I just would be. It's like this Take isn't it as hard. good. It's yeah. just not. Yeah. I just wasn't as sharp. I like to do a little bit of crowd work. I find when I'm drunk, it is just garbage. It is like <laughs> I don't. I can't listen. I forget what they said. Oh, that's why I had to stop hilarious. smoking pot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so much of crowd work is listening, and like Absolutely. you can't. Your brain has to be sharp. If they say they're from Arizona, you've, I've got to know what to say about Arizona, and like if I am a, you know, you start so, talking about Texas, it gets yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> so, but yeah, early, early on, I mean, a lot. Of Saturday shows, I was pretty pretty wasted. Just here, like not. Oh on no, the road. I mean just on the road, yeah, like on, oh, the, on ro- the road. Late oh, shows, okay. yeah, the late shows. Th- and, and the staff would just get get you so drunk and yeah. And I actually, I will, I think I, I think I'll be accurate when I say this. Uh-oh. Uh I, th- I think my show actually was fine. And I'm not saying it was my strongest, but I think okay. it wasn't like. But but a couple years ago, I remember I did a show somewhere and like. It went well, but I recorded it and I watched back and I was just like, that that was that was not to my standards for what I wanted to do. And right. I was like, I was fucking drunk. Yeah. And I was like, right. so cl- clean it up. You're fucking over 30 now. Time to treat it kind of like a job. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. <laughs> here, here, I'm, I'm well, see, here frightened is... to do it because oh, really? because I first of all, I know comics 
understand that. But there's so much competition here. Oh, like yeah. everyone before you and after you is fucking good at comedy. Yeah. And like, I can't be the guy that night that was like, yo, why do we put him up when there's fucking 80 people Waiting. standing out there yeah. that would do a better job than that? Right. So yeah, I, I guess so. I have a hard time doing that here. I have a much easier time doing it in Appleton, Wisconsin. <laughs> sure. When even I know I'm wasted, I'm probably funnier than the other two comics on the bill. Yeah. And you're, yeah. it's, it's tough in most of the, like, if I was in Tampa, I used when I used to go on the road at Pauly, we'd go to these really shitty places. And the yeah. only way I was surviving was getting really hammered, getting as high as someone Sometimes would get me. Sometimes you just got to get drunk to, fu- to help you sleep through the next day. Yeah. That's yeah. why I would get drunk. Get me so day. I don't have to figure out the day tomorrow yeah. in this shit town. So what would you do? You, you, but you would do crowd work or material? Um, I, I did I did a lot more material at that point. I was, yeah. I mean, you I, did more I was, time than Pauly or... Same time. Uh, it depended. Uh, <laughs> there was by the end before I got. I would uh, think that was a real question. I be like, I figured Paul would be doing the most amount of time, yeah. but no. When I got released from <laughs> the Pauly tour, right? Uh, I, I would say he had me featuring at that point. I started out opening. I'd open. I'd do fifteen. Simone would do like twenty-five, and then Paulie would usually do like forty. Oh, and then okay. for a while, it was just me and Paulie, and they would have. Uh, local guy open and it was just like you know the shittiest oh he's the angry clown and then that guy got there <laughs> and he'd do the same road opener shtick if there's a fire everyone run and scream and right, just right. like his terrible fake announcement jokes and then Polly would have me do 30 because <laughs> it'd usually be 15 25 and then after the first show that comic would be so bad Polly would be like alright dude you're only doing 7 or you're doing 10 <laughs> right. and then I'd have to do 30 and then by, by the end of it, I was doing pretty well. And then it would be like, Paulie would struggle at first. And then he would end up bailing at like 30 or 25. <laughs> and then the, the manager would be like, what's he doing? I'd be like, I, I don't know. I guess I he know. just wasn't feeling it. Right. And then he dude, <laughs> you can't do those jokes. Like, <laughs> I was 23. It's like, those, those are the only jokes I have. I, I can't know. adjust my act. Yeah. Right? That's all yeah. I have. This yeah. is what I am. That's the headliner's job, more or less. Yeah. 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 So... Uh, by the end, I think I was doing equal time, but then it wasn't too long after that. Where it's just like, dude, you, you're not cut out for this job, bro. Oh. Like, what? Really? Yeah. He fired me from working the door while I was on the road with him for not getting a shift covered. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> that's like, fucking. Like, where uh, were you? Remember? Uh, I was in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. Right. And just he was supposed to take it. supposed to take rent is easy, and Steve booked a commercial. And Bastard. so I got the call on Wednesday that we were going to Columbia on Thursday. And uh, I said, cool. I got, I got Friday. <laughs> I get the door guy's yeah. shift covered. They're I got doing Friday covered. And stuff. You can't get them out Yeah, there. they're doing podcasts back then. I did not get Saturday covered. And Dean called and narked me out. And, uh, yeah, we got to get, we got the parking lot guy doing double duty, bro. Because Rick didn't do shift cover. That's who was here when I started, Dean. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like, yeah. you think of him like, wait, so he's fun. in charge? I so know. He, uh, I know. yeah. Then Pauly fired me over dinner. It's like, bro, I heard uh, you didn't get your door shift covered last night. I'm like, what? Did he pay for dinner? Uh, he, he would pay, but his big thing was always eating almost the whole meal and then complaining and saying he didn't want to pay for it. He was that guy. <laughs> And then it'd be like, oh, and he wouldn't tip. So I'd end up like leaving like a $10 tip because he was such an asshole and he didn't tip. That's not good. And I'm like, you know, I'm making $500 a month and I'm tipping people at restaurants because my fucking (laughs) creepy Uncle Paulie is a (laughs) creepy lunatic. He has a 
Oh, hey, Polly, how's it going, buddy? Good <laughs> hey, to see you, man. Come on in, Thanks for coming. Yeah. He knows. He Get knows me on the podcast. Yeah. Right? yeah, I want to. I want to bring him down. He keeps fight telling like crazy. He'd be we'll great. See what happens. You guys yeah. fighting? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'd be. Well, I'm sure our our memories of the same stories would be different. Different. Yeah. So it'd be <laughs> fun. To, different. Fun to hear his side of uh, what a douche he is most of the time. <laughs> great guy, though. Great guy. Do you bring openers with you, or do you request people, or are you just- uh, about? If it's a club I've been to a bunch, yes, I bring somebody and I try to mix it up a lot. Yeah. And then if it's a new club, I don't. I usually try not to ask. Because we were just talking about this upstairs. What do you do if a feature is like starting to get stronger? Yeah. And it just like basically is what happened. To yeah. Rick, yeah. Pretty, much. pretty ball. I mean, uh, it's good. It's good. It's good. It should for keep the feature. But then do you, do you keep them? Or no? I think it's good for the headliner. If the feature is getting stronger, it keeps you on your fucking toes. The only thing I really give a fuck about is if our styles are similar. similar. Yeah. yeah. I don't want a similar no style. Good. So I try really hard to not have a similar style, but I mean, then, then if I'm asking someone to come with me, but no, the show, I like that. You want a better show. I want right? them to fucking make me go like, shit, you better gotta bring not it. fuck around. Yeah. Because just so often, so, so often, so often, the opening acts are so fucking terrible. And, and I really feel like, I'm not saying I'm like Mr. Comedy, but I feel like the first time maybe that they're hearing a, 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 a professional comedian is the headliner and their audience is all fucked up at that point. They're, they're like, you want somebody to warm up the crowd. I want to, someone to, that's going to gonna actually... let them know, like, well, we may challenge what you're thinking about. We're going to try to like have clever writing and be smart. And, and lots of times it's just hacky, hacky, hacky shit. And then that's what they get used to. Or yeah, I hate that. So I would much rather have by far the most important thing is it's someone that you can hang out with for three days. By far. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's then a big it's like, thing. is their show good and funny? <laughs> but yeah. I'm usually like, do I really want to spend a l- every meal with this person? Yeah. <laughs> that is, it's probably how everyone hires in Hollywood, too. Well, sure. Yeah. Do I really want to be so on a movie much. set with this? <laughs> he eats so much. There's so he's many craft three services. He's squares a day like he's a Marine yeah. or something. So, but I've, I've, I like it when they're funny. Personally. No, no, that's good. But a lot of people like yeah, get mad and they yeah, uh, but it, they're insecure about a, their comedy. Yeah, and you, yeah. You, you're still you're still coming up with new bits yeah. and stuff. Like you said, I'm like trying. you want to you want to work out new material. A yeah. lot of the old time <laughs> headliners on road comics, yeah. they aren't working out new material. Yeah. I mean, don't get me there. wrong. I'm a, I say I'm a, I say that. And I get up there, and as soon as you say something new, it doesn't work. I'm like, okay, I'm let's get the that, old yeah. fucking record out. <laughs> <Let's get it. laughs> you're, yeah. You're yeah, new new <laughs> old album. But yeah. at, at the same time, your old material. Uh, wasn't sharp in '86, right? Right. And, right. and yeah, now exactly. it's gotten a little Those dusty. Guys, yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. It's I, I, I did a La Jolla show. Yeah. yeah, I did a La Jolla show with a comic one time who was doing strong original Gulf War material. Oh Jesus! Oh. And it was like the the whole crowd was basically like, "What, what the one fuck?" One of our funniest about? wars. Yeah, yeah. You, that we've you're had. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when you think of comedy, yeah, you think I think of, of the, the original Gulf War. GW one, I call it. No, is there ever like a time you go up and you're like, I I can't say these words anymore? Like, yeah, I mean, you don't you you don't believe in the old bits, and it's it's. I hope I don't get there with some stuff, but yeah, some of the stuff, it just doesn't. You don't really believe in it, or when you wrote it, by the time you wrote it and then are now performing and it now works, it's been like a long time. Yeah. So like your brain and your personality and your life are much different. And when you wrote yeah. that joke, you know, yeah. so those are very hard to perform. 
Yeah, and if you revisit one that like so you're funny. like, oh, that got stale, and I left, and then you revisit it, you're like, oh, that still works. Yeah, like, it is kind the of words hard work. To the throw words work. The yeah, old yeah. shit away. Yeah, yeah. And even though you want to keep going, but it sometimes it's hard. It's nice to get laughs. Yeah, that's weird. Laughs are fucking that's helpful, weird. and yeah. if those get laughs, there it's nice. Yeah, I love when people go up and they're like, "I'm fine with no laughter." I'm like, "What? No, who would ever say that?" Then you're so now, many comments. Now you're giving a speech. Yeah, yes. there's a lot of comments to do that, which is like the the hack yes. cover for bombing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kirk like, Fox used to do it all the time. I want nothing. It's like, no, you wanted something, but you, you didn't get something. it. So now you're going with you. I sometimes write like like really like honest, raw. I think I'm getting to the truth here stuff and I'll always try it and it, and it's always like I'm giving a speech and it's like I'm not a fucking lecturer a I'm a comedian so what the fuck Professor am I doing Costa. I mean I do love comedy that has like that shit in it yeah but it funny is always the first fucking rule yeah always oh, yeah. and so it it's a it's always funny when I read that stuff in here and I'm like what are you fucking uh, uh, great point academia? great point by me yeah great point <laughs> it's not no one's laughing <laughs> yeah great point dickhead a, whenever people tell me about clever some some Bill Hicks thing that they love and yeah. I'm like, I'll be like yeah no, I'm gonna send it to you I'm like okay and they send it to me and I listen to it I'm 90% of the time when someone sends me a Bill Hicks clip in my mind I go I mean that was a pretty good point in 1992 I don't know that it was funny in 1992 either, but it seemed now it's like, just like, oh, right, that guy. That's how I feel about Carlin a, a lot. I agree. I agree. I feel like I'm hearing a smart person share their opinion on, on the world, which that's is society. great. Yeah. I'm not laughing. Yeah. yeah. It's a great sociology point. Yeah. Just not <laughs> a funny did, joke at all. He did 10 days in the main room one time. No, nope. Carlin? Yeah. Jesus. Waiting tables. 10 days. Yeah, two, yeah, 10 days. That's right. Because uh, Jackie Mason did it as well. Jackie destroyed. I, don't, I really? barely knew what he was saying, but he was destroying. Those old Jews just went crazy right, for him. Right, right. <laughs> I never served so much tea and coffee as a waitress. Oh, fuck. I wanted to kill myself. But I'm Carlin, sure, yeah. <laughs> Carlin got a different crowd. You know, they sure. drink or whatever. But I remember thinking, wow, I'm going to get to see Carlin. Yeah. This is awesome. This is like a big deal. You know, like Carlin, Carlin, Carlin. Everybody talking. And the first like 30 minutes was all on farting. And I was like, you're 70. Like, yeah, society, though. It. You, don't you have know, control. it's like, this is where we've gotten as a society. And he, for Dude, him, it, was, it fucked me up. I was pissed. I was yeah, like, that would suck. What? That would suck. I mean, I, I, I'm okay. The first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 30? Uh, ten, 30 I mean, minutes. 10 minutes of farting stuff is still a little it's a lot of farting stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you throw in 45 seconds of farting the by shit. the end. I'm like, get to a yeah, shit bitch. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, the farting's got to go somewhere, yeah, you're saying. You want a crescendo. This point, of, you shit your pants. So yeah, it's gotta end. Who were your big comedy influences? Speaking um, of shit, I loved humor. Gary Shandling. Yes, love even though even you did love Gary Shandling. Don't, yeah, Ricky, okay. we're gonna argue over this. He was fucking hilarious. Well, listen, no, I, I don't have any problem. Let with me people finish like, my point. Yeah, Let me finish okay. my point. Let me finish okay, my point. Hold on. Um, I yelled at. <laughs> I loved, loved, loved his first show. This is the Gary Shandling yeah. show or whatever it was Larry called. Sanders. Larry Sanders. Well, no, and then, it, no, but it was, that was oh, before right. Larry Sanders. Right. There was one before. It, right? okay. This is the Gary Shandling show. Yeah. It was like the song. Um, I love that. I love Larry Sanders. I loved his first Tonight Show appearance. And many years later, I worked with him all the time at Comedy and Magic Club. And I can safely say that the the standup was not there like like now you know the most recently I so I didn't love him then but 
I was, as a kid, introduced to his comedy. It got me excited to be a comedian. Dennis Miller was the very first concert I ever went to. My mom took me to see Dennis Miller. How was that? I didn't understand anything he fucking said. Yes. I loved his arogance. I loved his, like, certainty on stage. Did you stage. Like Dennis Miller? No. Me not particularly. Yeah, no, but okay. You ruined Monday Night Football. Remember that? I, I liked him on Saturday yeah. Night Live. Yeah. I, I thought he was great. I love his stand-up. I didn't his understand a lot of it, off white album, too, but... I mean, is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Live in D.C., I think, is fantastic. I love Bill Cosby. I went and saw him oh, yeah, a Bill, bunch of Bill times. I saw him a bunch, a bunch of times. Uh, and that's and Don Rickles I've always loved. Well, yeah, Rickles is great. I love Don Rickles. Bill Cosby is terrific. We we listened to Bill Cosby or watched Blasphemy. Bill Cosby himself. I know, it's terrible. Jerry Sandusky, think. he was high on my list. <laughs> oh, it's no. so that's fucking that's weird to say you like Bill Cosby, it's comedy, it's but it's <laughs> like, come on, he influenced everybody. But it yeah. was such a big deal. I mean, we watched that Bill Cosby himself over and yeah. over I, I, and over again. I mean, I could I, play I definitely, yeah, definitely listen to a lot of Cosby without any issue. The so, Shandling thing is the only yeah, reason... Yeah, I want to hear, hear your Shandling thing. <laughs> Opinion. Uh, I I didn't really feel either way about Gary Shandling's comedy. I see. Yeah, I saw in movies and like his TV show. You didn't like. I wasn't a big I fan. Thought I thought it was okay. I, th I think he was funny in some things sure. for sure. So dry, but I know. I just never heard anyone say Gary Shandling was the best stand-up. Uh, yeah, like a great he comic. But he, then when he, he died, wasn't the best stand-up. When he no. died, suddenly the the amount of people that were on Twitter and on social media yeah. being oh, like. Yeah. Gary Shandling influenced me so much. I'm just like, like there was there a fucking there was to. a fucking official announcement for the the yeah. comedy store was put up about Gary Shandling's death. Yeah. I was like, the motherfucker was a motherfucker was killed in the front bar. There wasn't an announcement about yeah. that. Yeah. And this, well, you know, that wasn't Missy's baby. Wasn't and Missy's he never showcased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had he showcased and that happened, yeah. he was just maybe. so like in the green room at the Comedy Magic Club. Um, Gary was just the best to talk to. Yeah. You know, that must have been. Maybe he's funnier off stage. I remember like Mike Lacey came in one time, who was the owner, and said, Gary, can I talk to you privately? And Gary stood up and left. But right before he stood up, he took a knife and he slid it under his uh, shirt. <laughs> like he was going to go kill Mike Lacey. He's so no silly. one else saw it. There was a full room. Only I, and I still tell the story to everybody. I'm like, that was such a subtle, hilarious thing, and that was just yeah. sums him up perfectly. Yeah, that is funny. So it's but go that's kill the, the kind of yeah. shit I see him. Like yeah. in my yeah. head, yeah. that's how I see him. Uh, my, maybe it's not his stand-up; it's him. His stand-up was show. Yeah. My, his... my one interaction with him was was amusing. He basically gave me shit. Uh, I can't remember. It might have been Dom or someone introduced me to him in the hallway, mm -hmm. and um, he asked me if I was a, a regular, and I said, "Oh yeah." And he said, "How long have you been a regular?" And I said, "Like it's like five. I've been a regular for five years." Something. He's like, "Oh, how old are you?" I was like, "Oh, I'm 26." And he was like, "So you've been a regular since you were 21?" I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "How many times did you showcase?" And I go, J "Just the once." Oh, yeah, he he's like, "Oh, you, you're the comic that I was supposed to tell to go fuck yourself." <laughs> and I was like, "I just laugh like funny. that's funny, yeah, yeah." Because yeah. it took him seven years. But there was like, did so, it really? There's oh so many God. comics that I, I had even talked to before that had never mentioned them that suddenly were on Twitter oh, that were yeah. like, well, oh, that, of course. That's, that's that's every time thing. somebody dies, yeah. they heroicize them. But, but Gary, like when the only time I met him was with Mitzi and whole time I never saw Like to me, I look up to Gary. I was like, oh, this guy's so fucking funny. Right. And then he was so nervous around Mitzi. It made me laugh. Like it was like, that's so funny. Yeah, how is this he was guy? afraid. Yeah. And she kept bringing up, remember that joke? Gary was awful. He <laughs> kept doing it. And he's sweating. He's like, I know, I know. But I, and I, 
He seemed like, a bit He's sweating. Insecure. He's hosting the Emmys in a couple yeah. weeks. And he's so nervous about what she's bringing up. And she's laughing about the this The comedy joke. witch is And he's like, you got to let it go, Mitzi. Yeah. You got to let it go. Like, yeah. he was so, He's fucking. But it was amazing to me to watch him, like, kind of, like, be nervous around her. Yeah. But I didn't realize. Then she funny. told me it took him seven years to get past. Because Jesus he wouldn't Christ. let this one joke go. <laughs> and, and she was like, tell her the joke. And he's like, I'm not doing the joke. I'm not doing the joke. Like, he was so mad. But it was like one of my favorite moments. Yeah. That's funny. Working for her. Like, just nervous wreck, like watching him the, squirm. Watching a successful was, person <laughs> yeah. act she like an open mic. His, his, her approval was the most important. To, to a it's lot like of like a mother them. or a father. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw, I, I don't know if you were here for this, but um, Dice and Eddie Griffin got into a fight in the kitchen. I was here for oh, that. No. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Right? Great. And then they were both going <laughs> to be good banned. Good battle. Yeah. <laughs> they were both going to be banned. It was a big thing. And then Mitzi came in, and I never saw two of the most successful comics here at that time run to her side and sit there. Mitzi, this is what happened. Like, like little a mom. boys. Like a fucking yeah. mom. Yeah. Little boys, like Eddie Griffin, hardcore, and Dice sitting there. They were both, like, Dice was in full regalia with the leather jacket. <laughs> and Eddie regalia. was in his big shorts with his high hat. And they were sitting there just begging her. To please don't ban us. That's funny. And and we'll work it out. We'll work it out. Like I was peeing myself, put my drinks on my tray. Like this can't be real. That's fucking that's, funny. And she was just probably like, oh god, I don't want to deal with this. Oh yeah. You guys but, are going up after each other like, for the yeah, next two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And then she she'll call the waitress over or somebody over that she trusts or another comment. Tell me the truth. What happened? You know, and then you have to tell the whole story. You have to decide. Well, she's which... running a clubhouse as well, not Fuck just a comedy yeah. club. She's running a children's a children's uh, clubhouse for children. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's like outside McDonald's, the little playland. <laughs> we all want in the ball pit, but there's only enough room for a few of us. Yeah, and the ball pit is dirty, boy. God, Isn't it? I think it. we're in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the worst advice you've ever gotten? I think advice in general is pretty. Aside from not hanging at the back door. Yeah, don't hang at the back door. <laughs> Clearly, the best advice out there. I mean, I I think any any older comic that has like definite rules about how to succeed is is so wrong. I just think this is, is such an open path to so many different people. Like everyone's got an individual journey. It's that's an individual be journey, and like. I remember like Greg Proops. One time I worked with him, and and he was like. You may need to go to Amsterdam and and then come back and move to L.A. and someone no. else may need to do this and do that. Like I can't. No one knows because I probably asked him for some advice. And he was like, "There is no advice. Like obviously, stage time and be funny." But so I, I think the worst th things that set me in the wrong direction were like people that I didn't think were funny would tell me stuff, and then I would I guess believe it because they were in the game longer. They've been longer, yeah, yeah. And right. it's just like no. I mean. Like, oh, it is so know. individual. Yeah. It's so individual. So it's hard. Any concrete advice is probably bad. So I don't have a specific example, but I, I think don't listen to most people's advice is great <laughs> advice. Good advice. Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. that's, that's legitimately yeah. better than yeah. anything most people told me. So. Yeah. Do you have any more questions? No, do you have what stuff else? to promote? Um, oh, yeah. You have to so promote. we're both on the All Things Comedy Network, I, I believe. That's right. Isn't that That's great? Great. So yeah. please listen to my um, Worst Birthday podcast. That's fun. Rick, worst Birthday? Yeah, you just tell me great. your Worst Birthday. I'll definitely have you on if you have a Worst Birthday. Oh, all of them. I'm so, sure you do. Great. Yeah, Rick, Rick Ingram so is fantastic. 44 coming up. <laughs> 
Rick literally goes into diabetic shock on yeah. his birthday. And, oh, that was on your birthday. Yeah, thirtieth. Thirtieth of all. So. It's a really, really funny, honest, raw, That's a great health. Idea, yeah. Uh, birth. Uh, it's just funny. They're all real. They're all organic, and that's what I would recommend people check out. So yeah, that's fun. Thank, awesome. thank you very much for having me on the um, podcast. Twitter, Michael Costa. Everything. Website, live shows, Twitter, Instagram. Everything is at Michael Costa. So when, when's this going up, guys? Uh, we're a couple know? weeks out. Probably. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're banking. We're doing. Yeah. We're banking. We're banking it. All right. Great. Yep. So see all my live dates at michaelcosta.com. Perfect. Yes. Um, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Rick Ingram. I'm Eleanor Carrier. I'm Michael Costa. All right. You already said that. <laughs>